Welcome to the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers Podcast for Jeffrey Glassman Injury Lawyers. Now, this is the podcast designed to get you the information you need to make educated decisions about your personal injury claim. If you have any questions about an injury that has happened to you or a loved one, and to see if you have a case, please feel free to call us at 617-777-7777 or go to our website, jeffreysglassman.com to arrange a free consultation. In our first episode, we want to just give you a, a brief overview of personal injury lawsuits. Now, these are very serious things that are incredibly life-altering. We want to give you an idea of some of the kinds of injuries we see here at our firm on a daily basis, the process by which an injury lawsuit is filed and ultimately decided. And finally, a quick discussion about comparative fault in a damage claim. The question being, who is to blame? And how sharing fault can change the benefits you may be awarded. So let's get right into it. Because every day in this country, people like you and me suffer unnecessary injury due to the recklessness and negligence of other people. It could be a drunk driver or a careless doctor, an irresponsible property owner, or a greedy corporation. It doesn't matter. Those who cause injury to others must be held accountable. I think we can all agree on that. The goal of the American tort system, to get a little technical here, is to grant injured persons the right to pursue compensation to restore themselves. And that makes sense, right? So, of course, we recognize that for many clients, life may never be the same. Our aim, our job, is to secure for them monetary redress that will allow them to be prepared for the next chapter of their lives. In instances of really egregious wrongdoing, we may sometimes request punitive damages. Now, those are not just to restore the victim, but to punish the wrongdoer. Also, we sometimes call the wrongdoer the tortfeasor. That's a little bit of a legal technical jargon for you. These punitive damages may sometimes be triple the original award. Now, I want to list some of the types of various personal injury cases that we see on a regular basis, and that way you can see if the injury that has occurred to you or a loved one fits into any of these categories. Now, it's kind of a long list, so please bear with me. We often handle car accidents, truck accidents, motorcycle accidents, bus accidents, subway accidents, bicycle accidents, and many other vehicular accidents. But we also handle pedestrian accidents and premises liability, aviation accidents, Things like dog bites, bad faith insurance claims, mass tort and toxic tort. We handle things in the health and hospitalization realm like mesothelioma, medical malpractice cases, birth injuries, nursing home negligence, as well as things like product liability, defective medical products, dangerous drugs, construction accidents, wrongful death, workers' compensation, social security disability, workers' compensation, and social security disability, among many others. Again, you should contact us to see if your particular case is something that we can handle. And I'm pretty sure we can. At Jeffrey Glassman Injury Lawyers, our job as Boston personal injury lawyers is to fight aggressively to protect the rights of the injured and to ensure the compensation that they receive is just. To succeed in a personal injury lawsuit, several things must be kept in mind. And the first is the statute of limitations. Now, I know you've heard this term before, but let me explain what that exactly means. There is only a small window of time in which a person who is injured may file a lawsuit. 
Now, that window varies depending on the nature of the claim. Generally speaking, this is just generally speaking, those timelines are three years for personal injury, three years for wrongful death, three years for medical malpractice or product liability, but four years for workers' compensation. There are some situations in which the statute of limitations may be told or extended, but that will be the exception rather than the norm. Although three to four years may seem like a lot of time, the fact is a considerable amount of investigation may be required before the filing to identify all potential defendants, proper defendants, and legal theories. Also, depending on the defendant, the medical establishment, the government, whatever, requirements to notify the defendant of the intention to file a lawsuit may be much more stringent. You simply may have less time to tell them that you're filing a lawsuit. In some injury lawsuits, a settlement may be reached before the plaintiff formally files a lawsuit, and most will settle before trial. However, in those cases that do proceed to trial, the injured party, otherwise known as the plaintiff, is required to show four things. One, that the defendant owed a duty of reasonable care to the plaintiff. Two, that the defendant failed to uphold that duty of care. Three, that the defendant's failure to uphold the duty of care is what caused the plaintiff's injury. And four, that the plaintiff suffered damage as a result of that breach of duty. In general, in life, we all owe a duty of care to act as a reasonably prudent person would under similar circumstances. When we operate a motor vehicle, for example, we must adhere to the speed limit and pay attention to the road in front of us. Failing to do so would be a breach of duty. And if it results in a crash that causes injury, the driver could be held for negligence. So what if a plaintiff shares some degree of responsibility for his or her injury? Sharing fault is what is known in the legal sphere as comparative fault. In some states, it's a bar to recovery. Not so in Massachusetts, which follows the modified comparative fault rule with a 51% bar. According to the law, the plaintiff can recover damages so long as he or she is not more at fault than the defendant. So as long as that's not the case, the plaintiff can still recover damages, though the plaintiff's negligence will reduce the amount of the defendant's liability. Let me give you an example. If a jury overseeing a car accident lawsuit finds the plaintiff to be about 20% at fault and awards $100,000 in damages, the award would be reduced by $20,000. So the total amount the plaintiff could collect is $80,000. What's important to note here is that our lawyers can help you determine the strength of your injury case before guiding you to the best course of action to maximize compensation. So as I said at the outset, if you or anyone in your family has been injured due to the negligence of another, please contact Jeffrey Glassman Injury Lawyers and we can give you a free and confidential consultation to determine all of these factors. Thanks for listening to the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers Podcast for Jeffrey Glassman Injury Lawyers. If you have any further questions, please feel free to call us at 617-777-7777 or go to our website, jeffreysglassman.com and use the handy contact form to set up an appointment to discuss your personal injury case. 
please remember that the initial consultation is free and that we get no fee unless we are successful in settling your case. Please like this podcast, rate and review us. That really helps us grow. And follow the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers podcast to hear future episodes about all aspects of personal injury law and how it applies to your personal injury case.